Welcome to issue 33 of The Two-Butt Rule, Windy Butts. The otherwise harmonious worlds of environmental conservation and clean energy generation have a dilemma. The latter is building a ton of wind turbines that are killing between 1 and 6 million birds a year in the U.S. alone. Even though there are bigger things contributing to avian mortality, that's a lot of dead birds. And clean energy people don't want bird blood on their hands. In the late 2000s, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service wanted to protect endangered bird species, including the red-tailed hawk and golden eagle. Wind energy developers wanted to continue expanding wind farms to produce clean energy and combat climate change. It's not a bad goal, but doing so without a solution for the bird fatality problem could have led to legal action and fines, not to mention providing a potent argument for those opposing wind farms. But engineers found that placement and spacing of vertically oriented wind turbines could significantly reduce bird fatalities. This led to the development of vertical axis wind turbines. But there were a bunch of physical and energy efficiency issues with those designs. They couldn't take advantage of wind direction, and they took an efficiency hit as half of the blade system was already moving against the wind. The vertical orientation also limited how high they could be built and how much wind had to be present to get the contraption moving. They also produced a lot of vibration and structural stress, which leads to higher maintenance costs. But some suggest that the notion of vertical blades led to the development of bladeless wind turbines a new technology that promises to generate energy without rotating the blades. Bladeless turbines use vertically oriented strands of resonating material that capture wind energy from all directions. They have no moving parts and are cheaper than traditional wind turbines to produce. They don't have the bird kill problem and they are quiet, making them preferable for both environmentalists and neighbors. But while they are increasing in efficiency, they are still as much as 30% less efficient and they require higher wind speeds to start generating energy. But this is a relatively new technology, and teams are making significant improvements. And because they take up less space and are cheaper to produce, bladeless wind farms could produce more total power per square mile than traditional wind farms. By 2030, an estimated 1,500 traditional wind turbines will be nearing end of life. It's possible that a bladeless alternative could replace them. Innovators working on wind energy and conservation didn't accept the false choice between deadlock and unacceptable compromise. They didn't say, well, 6 million dead birds is too much, but 500,000 would be acceptable. Instead, they reoriented their butts and stacked them vertically, finding a potential win-win in the process. It's yet to be seen how effective and widely adopted this new technology will be, and there are still many butts to be handled. Nevertheless, the work goes on, and the intention of generating clean energy without disregarding environmental conservation has not been abandoned for lazy one-butt or zero-butt options. Maybe it has something to do with working on a form of nearly inexhaustible power that makes these folks so good at sustaining the iterative process of the two-butt rule and playing the long game. This concludes issue 33 of the two-butt rule, Windy Butts by John Wolpert and Ashley Waters. If you like this issue, please rate and review it. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts. And please consider taking out a subscription at twobutts.com. That's the number two, B-U-T-S dot com. <laughs>